We'd like to thank this week's sponsor, Humans Were Here Records. Their artist TLB, a punk rock powerhouse from Chicago, has a killer new song streaming everywhere Tuesday, February 8th, called Fucked Up and Lonely. So mark your freaking calendars and get ready to party or cry or whatever your heart's going to make you do. Find out all about Humans We're Here and TLB by going to humanswerehere.com and following them on their socials at humans.were.here and at TLB Kicks Ass. Enjoy the rest of the show. Hot coffee. Um, so actually, we don't do the extra charge anymore. Oh, my heart is broken. All right. Um, let me... Uh, mm, uh, all right, yeah, let me get the... Uh, what does that say? Um, I, I'm still going to get just a, a, a extra large coffee. I'm going to add the espresso shot for the flavor. Y'all got blueberry crisp? Yes, we do. All right, and then can I get extra cream and extra, extra sugar, please? All right, anything else for you That's going to be it. Thanks so much. All right, that's great. Yeah, that's Thanks, sir. Send me a dick pic. You need to send a dick pic. Make sure you just put it on my wall. And that said, welcome to Where Did All My Friends Go? A <laughs> podcast about life in the music industry. Industry. <laughs> <laughs> With me, as always, is my dear friend, Pat. Pat, how are you doing? I'm fantastic. How are you doing, Bear? I'm doing all right. Um, let me tell you Let me tell you right now why I'm fantastic, okay? Yeah. Tell me. I want to know. First off. It's about you putting dick pics on my wall on yeah, my face clearly, page. Clearly, no, that's f- gonna be a great uh that's gonna be a great <laughs> opener right here. <laughs> Good. Um I'm super excited uh for our guest today, Caleb Brown from Aim High. Yeah, so we did something a little bit different today. Um so we, Caleb didn't have a whole lot of time, so we ended up pre-recording his section, and uh Pat and I are coming back uh to do this intro uh off of an amazing interview. An amazing interview, dude. Like this man is one of the most genuine people I think I, I've met so far doing unsigned pop punk. And that's mm-hmm. not to discredit anybody. That's just to, to, to state how, how interesting and, and, and committed this, this guy was. And Pat, great fucking find. Great fucking find. Yeah. I mean, I hope everybody can make it out to a show to see uh, Aim High uh, get a chance to sit down and talk with Caleb because he is a uh, wonderful individual um, and very knowledgeable, very insightful. You're going to learn a lot, I think, uh, yeah. on this episode. Uh, so buckle up. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know what? Before we get into this uh, this podcast here with Caleb, we just want to want to thank him and his crew uh, for doing the podcast. Uh, shout out to 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 him and and all those guys over there. Um, we want to thank you guys for listening to this. And uh, before we get in, we'll uh, we'll go to a quick break. But thank you. Oh, yeah. Hey, everyone. This is Bear. And this is Pat with Where Did All My Friends Go? This is an unsigned pop punk podcast. And we are so excited to announce that we just released our Twitch platform. You can find us on Twitch at unsigned pop punk. Uh, What are we going to do on that Twitch, Bear? We're going to listen to band reviews. We're going to play video games. And hopefully we'll have guests from your favorite bands to play these video games with us. We may even watch people's music videos and talk over them. 
Yeah, it's going to be really, really fun. So we're really glad to announce this at Unsigned Pop Punk. Just go ahead and search us at Twitch, uh, on Twitch, and then uh, you can find those links on our socials. Oh, no, I'm fine. Thank you so much. Man. Have a good you one. Too. <laughs> I'm really good. What's up, man? <laughs> What's up? I'm back, and now I have my coffee. I am ready to go. By the park. That sounds like a good plan right there. All right. Well, let's uh let's get into it here a little bit. So um uh t- like I don't know, tell us how you guys got your start. Um so was like <clears throat> Aim High your first band, or were you all like all in different bands in the scene were just like I'm gonna make like this this super group or what'd you guys do? Um so with Aim High, um before Aim High existed, I did solo music, and I still do solo music under the name Caleb, just Caleb. Mm-hmm. Um, I've always been personally influenced by genres of all different types, but specifically pop punk, metalcore, uh, right hardcore, punk, all that stuff. Um, so I, at one point, lived in Houston, Texas, um, and I was planning to return to Columbia, South Carolina, and I just was like, I really want to start a band. Um, you know, I'd seen some other bands in the area uh, gain traction, like Brigades um, and All Get Out. And I just wanted to, uh, you know, start something. Um, so found, wrote a song. It was horrible. Shit song. <laughs> um, found some people to play the song. And then we had some lineup changes. And then we put out our first song. Some more lineup changes, put out more songs, and then now we finally have what is Aim High at its core. Um, and yeah, that's pretty much it. We've been going strong for about two years. That's awesome. It's kind of interesting how things just it never really goes the way you plan it, but it's always supposed to go the mm-hmm. way you know the way it's supposed to. And I know that sounds really dumb, but like if you're not into band, no, you know, if you're not into band or or have never done this kind of experience before, it, it's it's weird because you think you start off with this group of guys and you're like, this will never change, and then and then just out from under your nose, it changes, and you're like, okay, well, did, what do we do? And and I think the one of the biggest importances about being being in a band and understanding what it is is the band ends up becoming its own entity. You know, it ends up becoming its own identity. So, you know, for for example, with with you guys and Aim High, it's more than just you. It's more than just the guys in the band. It is now its own thing. It's become something completely new, completely different. And yeah, you end up going through member changes, and that you know that's always you know a difficult season. Um, but ultimately, Aim High comes out for the better. You know what I mean? It's just something that's really, really crazy to think about. Yeah. Um. And uh, so, you know, piggyback off of that, um, you know, and I can only speak for myself when I said I, I haven't been in any other bands besides Aim High. Um, Logan and Morgan, they were also in other bands, but they were sure. there were bands of like different genre. Like Morgan was in a funk band and like this Foo Fighters cover tribute band. Well, hell yeah. Um, nice. And, <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, but this was the first band where everybody was on the same page of, okay, we're trying to take this seriously. We're going to give a hundred percent into this. This is something that we actually want to go somewhere with and, you know, put our all into it. Um, so that was definitely a noticeable change of pace. 
um, even from when I was putting out my solo music to the other members in their other bands or whatever, um, we all, you know, locked in on the idea of, you know, if you're going to half-ass it, why do it? You know, mm-hmm. so we're, you know, we're going to give it everything that we have. So all of the band members that are currently members, you know, have extremely good work ethic. Um, they know what it takes to, you know, uh, give everything that you have to fucking be successful. I'm sorry, I don't know if I can curse. You can swear. Go right ahead. That's fine. To fucking be successful in a band and uh, yeah, all of that stuff. So I love my band awesome. members so much. Uh, awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. So like, how's the... Uh, How's the punk pop punk scene uh, in South Carolina? Is it, I I haven't actually been out there in so long. Yeah, um, so we have a staple venue uh, called New Brooklyn Tavern. Uh, it's mm-hmm. featured on our uh, on our album cover. Um, cool. That's like where everybody comes through. Um, in regards to before us. Uh, or I guess let me give you a little bit more context. So Columbia, South Carolina, in general is known mostly for its adult alternative kind of genre soundscape like that's what is popular right so like that's what everybody is uh that's like in control of whatever listening to right so there's always been like a a very niche hardcore scene and punk scene and pop punk scene but because the fact that adult, adult alternative is kind of like the reigning genre all of those other scenes I just mentioned kind of get like blurred in together. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and so when it comes to straight pop pump bands, um, brigades, uh, they are from South Carolina. Uh, before we were even a band, they popped off. They signed to pure noise records. Um, now they're doing their thing independently. Shout out Darren, uh, rest <laughs> in peace, Charlie. Um, yeah. Um, so brigades was definitely a big, uh, you know, influence in regards to like local bands uh, that are like of this similar soundscape, you know, coming up and actually doing stuff. Um, there's another band. Uh, one of their members is from Columbia. Uh, they're called Happy. Um, I don't know them personally too, too well, but I know that they make pop punk music and that they are from, or one of them is from Columbia. Um, and then we have uh, Small Talks. Um, She's from Myrtle Beach, uh, so that's like kind of Columbia. I was gonna say, I didn't know they were from South Carolina. Yeah, well, yeah. So they're uh, so Small Talks is from Myrtle Beach area, which is okay. the west of Columbia. It's like we played a show there last night with Empty. It's about a three hour drive. Okay, gotcha. Okay, that's not too bad. That's not too bad. I, I feel also. I feel like that's kind of uh, hardcore and and like metalcore and all like all that sort of stuff. Kind of almost always just goes together. Like the, no matter where you're at, you can, especially like back in the day, uh, that's kind of just the way it went. It was like you could go to a show and there'd be a pop punk band and like a hardcore band, emo band, all playing together because it's the the scene was in most of these small towns are just kind of everybody listens to the same stuff. Yeah. If you like that, that's kind of what you listen to all of it. For sure. All right. Well, uh, one of your first shows together was with bless the fall at, I'm going to say the, say this right. Amos South end. Yeah. Um, Amos how, South. how big of a deal was that for you? Like uh, how, how that, how did it go? What'd you guys feel like? I mean, cause bless the fall is a pretty, a pretty a big, big name. Band. So that's gotta, yeah. that's gotta feel, feel awesome. 
Hell yeah. Um, so that was the first show that Aim High ever played collectively as a band. <laughs> Come out swinging. Um, Talk about that. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> <Holy cow. laughs> um, to be 100% honest with you, to keep it a book, and, you know, uh, uh, some of my band members or my manager would be like, oh, don't say that or whatever. But uh, at the time, we sucked ass. Um, <laughs> you know, we just started, like, we, I had the idea for the song. We fleshed out the song. But we, you know, just like in any aspect in life, you learn through what you go through. You know, you mm-hmm. grow through what you go through. So we played that show. It was awesome. You know, I'm not going to be fake and be like, oh, yeah, we went out there and killed it and blah, blah, blah. No, sure, like, we went sure. out there and uh, bombed it. Right? And <laughs> we were like, dang, uh, you know, this is an opportunity that, you know, we could have done a lot better for. And so then we had some lineup changes and started to take it more seriously and yeah. learn from, you know, uh, the uh, atrocity of a show that that was, at least on our end. Um, and ever since then, our live shows have been a lot, a lot better. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, th- that's the sentiment itself. You know, uh, any experience, whatever you go through, whether or not you're a band that has reached success, whether you're a band that's you're literally playing your first show, you're always going to go through some stuff that's like, not the best stuff, but it's up mm-hmm. to you to make sure that you take that and use it as a lesson and something to grow and evolve to yep. and through. Dude, 95% of being in a band is all attitude. It's all yeah. attitude. You know, the the other, let's see, like the other two and a half percent is writing music. The other two and a half percent is actually playing music. The other, but 95% of being in a band is completely attitude. And how you, like you were saying, how you learn from an experience, grow from an experience, and uh, how you move on to your next experience. You know, uh, it's it's you know, it, sitting there and and you know judging yourself and kicking yourself in the in, in the teeth is not going to get you anywhere. It's not going to do you any good. You pick yourself up by your bootstraps. You say, "This is uh, this was shit," and uh, how can we be better next time, or how can we make it you know not happen again? And you know, the shitty part is. It will happen again in a oh, very, yeah. you know, in a different aspect. It's going to happen. Like uh, the tracks didn't play and you feel like a, like a moron or, uh, you know, your guitar was out of tune and you feel like a moron. Like little things are going to come and and knock you, try to knock you out of your mental state and knock you out of this good attitude. It's all about how you handle that and how you bounce back. Thanks. Thanks. We could have very, very easily just like, you know, either gotten discouraged from it and given up or, you know, tried to not take responsibility for it and be like, Oh, the sound was bad or Oh, this or that or trying to yeah. find an excuse. But in the end of the day, that's only detrimental to us and what we're trying to do. Um, you know, we saw exactly what we, it's, it's just like, uh, you know, it's like football, you know, not every game you're going to have is great, but you mm-hmm. got tape. You got to go watch the tape, make mm-hmm. sure you're ready for that next game. Yep. Um, and so, yeah, that's uh, what we did in terms of that specific show, aside from us not, you know, doing too, too well. Um, it was an honor to play with uh, Palisades, Slaves and Bless the Fall. Um, those are amazing bands. Uh, some yeah. of my personal favorite. Um, They're bands. all amazing bands. Slaves mm-hmm. just announced a tour and I really want to go to it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, all super dope people. Um, shout out Bo. Uh, shout out shout out everybody that was on that tour really um you know and that's the thing like you know they didn't have to be like nice to us you know and like come watch our set even though we're like super shitty band you know what i'm saying like <laughs> but they did anyway which like you know speaks as a testament to you know their character absolutely um, so yeah, yeah and that's, absolutely. that's the dream man it's just everybody like 
supporting everybody, man. I, I, I love that. And I love to hear that. I love to hear that they, they all did that as well. Oh yeah. Uh, so I was seeing, uh, your EPs, Garnet Eyes and Severed Ties were mixed and mastered with Andrew Wade, who's been a part of some of literally the most influential bands and albums in our scene. Uh, how how did that go, man? Like, how did you get in contact, like, with like with him? How did you get working with him? Well, to be honest, um, we've collaborated with a lot of people. We've worked with a lot of people, but uh, at that time, at point in time, we we hadn't at all, right? Um, yeah, we didn't have a manager. We didn't have any kind of team. It was really just me and the rest of the band. Mm-hmm. Um, I personally, um have always admired andrew wade um all the work that he's done mm-hmm. from his work with the data remember from his work with pierce Savale, from his work um with under oath uh just you know he's done this goes he, on yeah we, really yeah, we can sit really and go does. through his discography um but you know um when we had garnized and severed ties uh ready in terms of like the you know idea mm-hmm. of it um we i had three engineers in mind slash producers in mind that I wanted to work with. Um, Andrew Wade, obviously, um, uh, Sam Pura, uh, he has done, um, the story so far. He's done, I think all of their records, um, and some other awesome records as well. And then, um, uh, what was his name? Uh, Ooh, I feel really bad. I'm I'm horrible with names, <laughs> a lot better with faces. It's okay. But, uh, he he did um, Paramore's "All We Know Is Falling," um, and he he worked with a lot of other people. So, uh, I personally just reached out uh, to all of them. Was like, hey, we're a super new small band, but you know we admire your work. Um, I know it's a shot in the dark, but you know, if there's any way you'd be willing to work with us, we would love to work with you. Um, and I believe at this point, um, Andrew Wade was, excuse me, uh, in a transitionary period, getting his stuff good and set up at the audio compound down there in Florida. Um, or they were like, you know, reorganizing or something like that. Um, so it was even more of a reason for him not to take it, but, uh, he, we, we sent him the demos. Uh, he said yes, and he took it on, and we were like super blessed for him to, you know, do that. Hell and yeah. then when it came down to Local Band Forever, which is our debut album, since we already got him to, you know, do um, Garnet Eyes and Severed Ties, it was a no-brainer um, in regards to who we wanted to get to uh, multi-track master that one. That's awesome. That's awesome, man. So what does uh, what does Local Band Forever mean to you now that you mention it? So local band forever is a concept uh, spawned from my head. Um, so in scenes, a lot of local scenes, a lot of scenes, wherever you go, um, sometimes people, people with small PP energy, uh, <laughs> they will use little dick energy use, for anybody who's like tr- actually trying to figure out what he's saying. Just the smallest yeah. dick energy. Yeah. Um, Fucking, uh, they will use the term local band as like a low key derogatory, like low key offensive term, right? Like they'll be like, oh, that's such a local band thing to do, or like, oh, yeah, that band's so local, or whatever, like trying to like diss them. And we always thought that that was like super lame, right? Like, 
that's just lame. Like every band at one point, like even your favorite band at one point, unless they're like industry plants or whatever the hook, you know, like was a local band at one point and, you know, came up just like any other band. Um, so because we thought that was super lame, we were like, all right, um, we're going to take that negative commentary or there's like a negative connotation that goes with that phrase. We're going to take that and flip it on its head and name our first album local band forever and have a concept behind it. And then the concept ha- be that each song features a band or artist that's not so local or famous or whatever you want to call it. You know what I'm saying? Like a band that's fucking bigger than us. Right. Um, on there. And that's the concept. Um, and so at first we, you know, didn't, we didn't know exactly how it was going to work. It was an idea that I had. Um, when we, you know, uh, oh, my bad. When um, I pitched it to the man, my manager, uh, pitched it to our manager, he was like, oh, good luck with, like, getting all these people that you want on your album. Um, but, you know, we persevered and reached out and um, was able to work with a lot of awesome bands and a lot of bands that were just blessed and humbled to have even said yes or even be, been held in consideration, much, yes, much less say yes us get it done cleared by their record labels and then us to be able to release to our sorry for us to do all of that and then after all of that is done with all of the bands all of their record labels be able to release it ourselves independently and not have to sacrifice any of the equity of the project to a different record label or anything like that um is just something that we literally could not be more proud of um that's awesome <laughs> that's amazing hey. Also, I just want to say, by the way, like the album, it slaps, man. Like so every, every, so every track, like start to finish. It's, it's great. Thank you so flawless. Much. Absolutely flawless. Thank you. On your Thank first you. uh, full length uh, local band forever, each track, like you were saying, has a collaboration. Do you feel like that is important for up and coming bands to be doing right now is to be having people featured on their tracks? Um, well, it's all a contextual thing, right? Um, we did it because of the concept of, you know, the record of local band forever. And it it made sense. Also timing wise, contextually it was COVID. Um, so all the artists that we were working with were stuck inside anyway. Right. Right. So it like, Mm -hmm. it it kind of just was like fell into place. Not to say that we didn't work hard to get make sure everything happened. We came to a lot of obstacles that we had to overcome. Um, but there's a lot of, um, you know, there's a lot of factors and variables that go into whether or not it is worth it or is going to be beneficial or is it just like a, a gimmick type thing. We wanted to make sure that we were very clear that we're not just like trying to get every person that was willing to feature on our song and like that's the gimmick. Mm-hmm. You know, like, uh, we wanted to actually, like, you know, be substantial and mean something. And that's why each of the tracks, at least we feel, uh, in regards to substantiality, not only fit with the featured artists that, or featured bands that are on there, um, but also just makes sense in the context of yeah. the whole record. Yeah. No, I like that. That It makes sense. Um, you know, there's, there's a lot of people out there that are just trying to throw features out just because they're trying to get a bigger name on the track, which... You know, it's a good idea. Like, you know, uh, 
I think Pat, I think you and I have talked about this before. There, there are many ways to quote unquote, make it in the music industry, right? There's many ways to do it there. And you know what, there'll be even more ways tomorrow. Uh, you know, I know I've known bands that have, you know, again, quote unquote, made it by doing the tour gig, just constantly out on the road for four years straight. I've known bands that have made it uh, just because they dump all of their resources into social media marketing and they make it that way. I know bands that have been able to make it from TikTok. There's it. There's no one solid way. So, you know, to anybody who's listening with with these ideas that that Caleb is presenting, do first off, do what's right for you. Do what's right for your band and make that decision on your own. Because let's be honest, no one else is going to make it for you. Um, but Caleb, uh, to your thought, I think that's a really incredible idea is that when you're having a feature or when you're, you're doing something as important as a feature, making sure that it makes sense and it's not gimmicky. And for you guys, it it was a part of the concept album, which, uh, you know, I didn't know that the idea behind local band forever until this. And I think that's an incredible concept because look, the only people who use the only people who use local band as a derogatory term are people who um have made it in the industry and are just fed up you know who just believe that they're entitled because they've made it or people who think they're they're uh better than they actually are you know (laughs) like no big band and i say big band loosely like uh every big band or successful band that i've ever met has been the most kind the most caring the most wonderful people these people would never use the term local band as a derogatory term, because we were talking about this on one of our podcasts before even green day started in high school and Mm -hmm. they, you you go back to the eighties and you see these, uh, these uh, videos of them playing for their high school and that's where they started. Yeah. I was, I was going to even bring that up. Uh, We have, we've talked about this actually in a podcast or in one of our episodes before about the, the, the connotation that like, Oh, they're just the local bands. Like, I don't know about you, but like when I'm touring, I need the local band. We need the local band. Yep. Because <laughs> like, if we're, go- yeah, you know, like if I, let's say I'm it's coming to like. Support for a reason. Right. Yes. yes. Reason. Right. You know, it's like if I'm coming through, you know, even Wisconsin, where, where Bear's at right now, like if I'm coming through Madison, which is what we did, I reached out to him. That's why how I became friends with him is, you know, I, I, I we were going on tour and I needed, a Madison show. I don't know anybody there and we're not big there. We're not going to draw there, but bears band might, I'm going to hit him up. Mm-hmm. I don't even think we were able to yeah. play that show. <laughs> were we? I don't remember. Yeah. Uh, or did I give you a list of other bands? I don't remember. You didn't. You just, no, no, no. You played, you guys played. Play? Yeah, Cause that's where that was the first part of our little tour. Our little tour. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. All right. Yeah. It makes sense. And then to also like, you know, go back off of what you were, you know, asking, um, you know, being in a band is very, very, very much, mm, uh, what's the best way I can say this? Um, there's obviously the fun aspect of being in a band, but if you're trying to take a band serious and, uh, you know, uh, are trying to aim for success and high, boom, sh- um, <laughs> you, uh, gotta make sure, you know, there's certain things that you're, uh, willing to do. Right. And you, so at a certain point you have to start treating your band as a brand and your brand as a business. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So when it comes to us securing features, 
or when it comes to any band, like a hypothetical new band, right? And they're wondering, or they're like sitting contemplating, like, hmm, should we get this feature or whatever? What I would say to them is ask yourself, what's the end goal? If, you know, the end goal is that y'all just want as a band to get to a certain level where a record label will look at you and then you can go get signed and they'll pay for you to make music or whatever. Like if that's your goal, then cool. You need to start doing things that will get you to work to that goal. And yeah, having a famous person on your song very well might make a record label look at you right now. That isn't our goal, you know, no offense to whoever's goal that is, but you know, you all, everything is It's just another way. Right. So in regards to our, like uh, an anecdotal example, right. Um, we have before, before local band forever concept came about, we had one song with one feature or not one. Or we had one song out that had one feature. Uh, it was the first song from that, from, uh, from local band forever is called drag this out. Um, featuring Joey Fleming, featuring in her own words. Um, awesome band. If y'all haven't heard of them, check them out. They're fucking amazing. Um, anyway, so we had that, we got that feature. Um, and obviously, you know, uh, he's an artist, so, you know, we had to pay him for it and stuff like that. Um, then we got the idea for local band forever. And so then it was just like, okay, business move. How can we take this and make it turn into something that's going to be beneficial for our macro goal? right mm-hmm. yep so what what is our macro goal right we had to sit take a step back and ask ourselves like yo what are we trying to do we're definitely trying to make the most substantial music as possible we're definitely trying to put our all into taking this band thing as far as it can go right we're not chasing a record label we're not chasing fame or clout or anything like that we're trying to have fun with it you know um and we want everything to be as organic as possible and yeah. provide people with as good substantial content as possible while we have fun. Um, and while we can also retain the equity in what we're the hard work that we're doing, mm-hmm. um, because, you know, whenever you go and get a feature, it's not free. Who's investing in it? You mm-hmm. know, you, your band is the one that's going to make the investment. You have to figure out, okay, what's going to be the return on the investment. Absolutely. So, in uh in a uh anecdotal example as a reference for us um we thought about it as okay so we're going to pay um you know and uh joey a specific amount of money to feature on the song right now if we did that we could have dropped the song and list listed uh you know featuring joey um joey joey fleming um and that would have been cool some people know who he is some people don't whatever um but that you know would have been cool but in regards to return on investment what we did was we asked we're like hey we really like this song obviously you know we put up so we both put a bunch of hard work into it um would you mind asking your record label if we could tag your band right on uh on music uh distribution dsps Right. Uh, so he went and got the clearance. He was like, yeah, that's cool. That's cool. So then we went from being a, and definitely to bands that are up and coming right now, don't use Spotify numbers as like the end all be all of like determining success as a band. 
But right. just like for right. reference, where we were at, we were probably at like a thousand monthly listeners, right? The fact that we were able to secure and properly secure through their record label being able to independently release that song and tag them then meant that in the algorithm, not just on Spotify, but on all of the DSPs, it linked us with their band. They, at the that point, had probably like 150,000 monthly listeners. So just from being able to tag them and put that out, we were able to gain some of their audience, and we probably shot up to like 10,000 monthly listeners. Um, so, and not to say that that's going to happen every time and that's going to work every time, but it right. did for us. And it's just a, a thing that goes back into the macro of what's your end goal? Uh, are you using this and are you looking at your band as a business and as a brand? And then if you are investing in yourself and you don't have a record label behind you, what is going to be your return on investment? Yeah. Um, yeah. Awesome. Yeah, all those things are very, very, very important, I feel like, for up-and-coming bands to take into consideration because a lot of times, again, uh, that end goal will just be, yo, we want to do everything we can to blow ourselves up and get fucking seen mm-hmm. overnight by fucking, uh, you know, uh, Jake from fucking Pure Noise. But sometimes right, right. that's not, you know, what everybody wants. Absolutely. Um, so, yeah, you've got to kind of maneuver the scene in the best way for you and your band. That's awesome. Right. And, awesome. and the fact, and and honestly, in the fact that you know, what easily would have helped is you guys are good. I mean, you guys are very talented. Your songs Thank are you so much. super catchy, you know. And you know, being able to have that name associated to you and be able to have, you know, those people. I mean, you can it, you can have a guest star be on a shitty song. It's still going to be a shitty song, you know. Yeah. And you'll get you you'll get people to listen to you for a little bit, but you guys, like I said, you guys are super good. And so now you brought those people over to you and you're like, those, those people are going to stay now because you gave them a good product yeah. that they wouldn't have been able to find before or, or could have, but it would have been significantly harder. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. All right. So we're going to move on to our next segment. Uh, first off, Caleb, again, we're so thankful that you're here. Um, before we move on to this Thank segment, you, we're going to, we're going to take a quick break and go to commercial and we'll be right back. Hey everybody, this is Pat. And this is Bear with Where Did All My Friends Go? A pop punk podcast about life in the music industry. And we are really excited to, to let you guys know that we are on every single social media platform that you can possibly think of. Well, probably not everyone, but all the major ones. Pat, give us a list of which ones we're on. You can find us on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, Twitch, YouTube, all the good stuff. And all of it is at the same tag. Untag pop punk. Unsigned pop punk. punk? Oh my god. Unsigned pop punk. Did I hear you say Twitch in there too? Twitch in there too. Unsigned pop punk. That's awesome. Guys, we're really excited because we just released our Twitch and uh, we cannot wait to see you there. And we're back. Welcome back to the Where Did All My Friends Go podcast, a podcast about life in the music industry. Uh, for those of you who may just be joining us, which I'm not quite sure why you're just joining us now. You're just you are, zooming in. Thank you. <laughs> uh, we have Caleb Brown here from the band Aim High. Uh, Caleb, again, we're so stoked for you to be here. We can't thank you enough. Um, that said, we're going to move on to uh, one of our favorite segments here on the podcast. It is called the Obscure Questions Segment. Are you ready? 
I'm ready. Awesome. Now, now we get it. Now's our time to get a little bit more goofy. You know, the, the first part we, we had a lot of fun, you know, talking seriously about, uh, you know, music and, and life and love. And now we're going <laughs> to, now we're just going to get a little weird. And uh, you know your favorite okay. scores from different movies done by different <laughs> producers. That we've we've had we've had an experience. We've had a moment. Lame is wrong for sure. Oh, okay, <laughs> and we have a winner. Apparently, I didn't know you could win this, but you just won it. <laughs> <laughs> so I love, love Lame is wrong. Oh, anyway. Uh, so funny, funny, funny thing. Oh, even right? better. Sorry not to interrupt. No, me. you're good. Interrupt no, all you want. Do it. A interrupt little, me. Uh, a little golden nugget. Uh, so. Right, like a, a couple of days before the album dropped, we post or I posted on our Facebook, like, "Hey, uh, there's a whole verse in Local Band Forever that is a uh, like a shout out to Les Miserables. If anybody can like find it and guess it, we'll give you free merch." Out of like 30 people that guess, everyone said "Empty Streets," which is like I get why they would guess that, but it's not it. Nobody guessed it right, and I was like, "Oh my god, it's a whole verse." Wait, um, uh, yeah, what, what? Which there's song? A, there's a golden nugget. Should I tell you, or or, or should I make you guess? Well, you uh, is that you? is that what I have to figure out throughout? I have to listen to the whole album and see if I can figure it out. Yeah, and then okay, if you don't I'm figure gonna, it out, let me know, and then I'll tell you. I, I'm gonna do it. I'll hit you up in our group chat once okay. I figure it out because I <laughs> okay. I I will get this. <laughs> All right. So back to our obscure question segment. Pat, you want to take the first question? <laughs> yeah, sure. So. If you could only choose one beverage to drink for the rest of your life, what would that be and why? Mountain Dew Baja Blast. Um, simply because I could live off of it. I love it. That's true. Good. It's like Great. it is lifeblood. But it, okay, Mountain Dew Baja Blast, like from a can, or does it have to be from Taco Bell? Um, either one. To be honest, I've I've oh, tried okay. the can and the, and the bottle, and I I focus both of them. And then I also like uh, the soda machine. A lot of times, sometimes, or sometimes we'll have Taco Bell, it, like the bag will be out though. So it'll be like a little bit of water and a little bit of Baja Blast. And I don't like that. Yeah, not good. Not good. Uh, I will. I do have this question for you though. Um, have you ever gone to Taco Bell and ordered their mango fiesta tea? I've not. No. It is good. It is life changing. I'm it dead. Is, at, yeah. I will like. I used to be I used mango, to order fiesta mango fiesta tea. I used to be a Baja Blast person. Okay. And then I discovered okay. this. So it's okay if you like Baja Blast, but try the tea. You know, you, my gold nugget from you is to, to find Les Miserables. Yours is to order mango fiesta tea from Taco Bell. Taco <laughs> Bell, we are currently looking for sponsors. So if you want to uh, live mas, we're over here trying to do our best. <laughs> Taco Bell used to... Before COVID, Taco Bell used to sponsor bands like yeah, it was uh, a Feed the Beat. Yeah, Feed the Beat. Mm -hmm. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. Our buddies in Boys of Fall uh, got on to Feed the Beat, which is pretty sick. Oh yeah, fucking uh, love Boys of Fall. Shout out you Mike. look okay. Uh, You're cool. Okay, we're gonna out, hang out. Looking, yeah, shout out everybody. Shout out Eli. Um, yep, we have uh, uh, Mike Eli. coming on the podcast here in a week. I think a week or two. Nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's we we actually got to play with Boys of Fall back. Well, before COVID hit, and that was that was one of our most fun shows. I think they're they're just they're a talented group of individuals, and I don't know, Mike and Eli, they, I I can't even. They're so good. They're so good. Absolutely, yeah. They better not listen to this episode though before we have them on because like then they're gonna know that I have fangirl. And well, you know what? Screw it. 
Mike, a fangirl over you. All right. Um, <laughs> what is the weirdest smell you have ever smelt? The weirdest smell I've ever smelt. <laughs> um, Seaburn gas. What? Yeah. What was that? Seaburn. Um, what I forget what the acronym is for. Seaburn is the military. Uh, the gas chamber. Uh, oh. What's, oh. What, what's it called? Um, there, there's a specific name for the gas, and I don't know why. I it's, I can't think of it right now. Um, hold on, hold on. Is that the stuff on. that they put you in the chamber for, like, boot camp? Yeah, but there's also a whole, um, okay, chemical, biological, radiological, and nuclear defense is, uh, um, is the MOS. Um, but what is the actual gas? This got way more interesting. CS gas, yeah, CS gas. Okay, it's got so so so. Not only was it like bad and uncomfortable, but it just smelled like if you mix um ammonia and bleach, and then like I don't know the worst fart you've ever smelled in the world, (laughs) and then like took away like your breathing and like sense of like sight and smell and everything else. Yeah. that's Okay. That is the coolest answer that I was not expecting. Yeah. I was waiting (laughs) for like somebody's fart smelled like beef stew, you know, like, (laughs) yeah. And like, no, that was, that was, your answer was, your answer was fantastic. Like all of your answers have been on this podcast so far. Absolutely. absolutely. I don't, I don't know why I would have expected anything else at this point. (laughs) <laughs> for fucking real <laughs> <laughs> all, all right, right. take the last one last one here with it with the world being in such a chaotic state as as it is right now if animals could talk which one would be the rudest rudest Ooh. yeah uh probably gnats gnats, gnats. 100 percent gnats are so personal space in your bubble they don't mm. care they will get in your nose they'll get in your eyes they they don't give a shit gnats so, are some uh, rude motherfuckers I, I, yeah yeah I, I could only assume based off their behavior that their attitude <laughs> as well would be just they as, bring uh, that little dick energy that nobody likes yeah. <laughs> yeah. absolutely all right I like that all right well then we're moving on to our next segment which this one is called rapid fire questions you get uh, like zero time to think about these questions yeah. entirely. You just get to answer from the heart, the gut, from the pelvis. I don't care how you answer. You're just going to answer them. Um, Pat, do you want to do the grading this time? Switch it up a little bit. You do grades? Yeah, I th- I think it's just going to be, I'm, it's most likely just going to be an A plus. It's okay. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'll take the first question. Are you ready? Yeah. All right. Pizza or tacos? Pizza. Blink one eighty, blink one eighty two or Green Day? Definitely blink. Oh, okay, blink, blink it is. There it is. <laughs> As he reveals a blink one eighty two tattoo. Okay, travel or stay inside? Uh, travel. Introvert or extrovert? Ooh, introvert. Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. Favorite shade of red? Favorite shade of red, garnet. Nice. That's the first like He's shade. Sticking on brand. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Ice cream or frozen yogurt? Ice cream. Absolutely. That is the correct answer. 
and it's <laughs> and it's correct. It, I, it's an A plus. That's you were the first person to give us an actual shade of red. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> no, 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 no. Uh, Jake gave us cranberries. Did he? Or was he just like speaking out of his butt? I don't know. I honestly, he probably was speaking out of his butt because he can't. <laughs> The reason I said Garnet is because I live in South Carolina and the the uh, college here is the University of South Carolina. Our colors are Garnet and Black. Gotcha. So, hey, but, you know, it's ingrained in your mind already. There you go. Yeah. There you go. All right. So, uh, first of all, you know, Caleb, thank you so much for being on this podcast. We really, really yeah. appreciate it. Like, thank you so not much only, for having me. Yeah, dude, of course. Not only are we big, like big fans of your band, but, you know, even just getting this uh, hour to talk with you, it's it's been awesome to get to know you. And now we're just big fans of you as a person. So we really thank you for just being a part of this. Um, with all of that said, go ahead and plug your band, promote whatever you're, whatever you're trying to do. Where can we find you? Just pl- like shamelessly plug everything you're doing. Word. All right. Uh, we are aim high. You can find us everywhere on all socials at aim high eight Oh three as in eight zero three. Um, there's also a fan link you can click on to if you uh if you catch me at a show you can come scan my QR code <laughs> and it'll pull up a menu of uh, all of our music. Uh, Since this isn't platforms. video yet, I just want to tell you all that he literally just lifted up his shirt and showed us a tattoo of a QR code. That is that is fucking this, baller, dude. This one might be for sure video though. We with this one. I think it might we'll have, have to, to be, be, dude. It might this have one, to be. You could be Holy our first video. <laughs> all right, let's see what else. Um, all right, yeah. So we just dropped the album, our debut album, Local Band Forever. It dropped. It dropped July twenty third. Um, again, the concept is that uh, a lot of people will use the term "local band" as a derogatory term. We wanted to flip that on its head and have every track on the album feature a not so local or famous or whatever have you um, artist or band. Um, the album has guest features from uh, Dan O'Connor of Four Years Strong, Brendan Murphy of Counterparts, In Her Own Words, Sleeping With Sirens, Charlie Sheen, Lindsay Lohan, Broadside, Soldier Boy, Wilmette, Glimmers, The Home Team, uh, Big List, goes on and on and on. Um, we are crazy blessed and humbled to, be, to have been able to work with all these people. Uh, the, mic, or sorry, the artwork was done by Mike. Cortada was a legend in the scene. Um, the uh, multi-track mastering was done by Andrew Wade, who's also a legend in the scene. Um, we want to shout out everybody that's on our credits, our, our whole team. Um, shout out to all of the bands that you know uh, are on the record and that you know helped us out uh, with it. Um, anybody that I'm not uh, remembering right now, um, you know, shout out to y'all. You know who you are. We have a whole big list of album credits in our vinyl. Um, speaking of which, we have a whole bunch of merch and vinyl for order right now. If you order the vinyl, you also get three unreleased songs, um, which also have features. Um, we have vinyl and CDs. That's a, called the extended clip of Local Band Forever. Um, so that's a little special gift. We got shirts. Hats, jerseys, hoodies, everything you can think of, magnets, stickers, all that good stuff, uh, at or amhi803.bandcamp.com. If you do buy it, buy it on Friday because they uh, waive their revenue share, uh, which is very, very, very cool. Um, shout out to our friends in the scene. Shout out Jumping Ship. Shout out Wilmette. Shout out uh, the Belmont Boys, obviously. Um, 
Shout out Joey. Uh, shout out everyone from Inner Own Words. Shout out Brian. Shout out all of the home team. Um, uh, everybody that was on the record. Uh, you know who you are. Much love. Um, and obviously, shout out to the rest of my band who cannot be here today. Awesome. Awesome. Well, Caleb, thank you so much for being here. Um, this has been. Oh, yeah. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Well, hopefully we'll been, t- we'll get you uh, we'll get you on again if you if you guys are down with that. And, uh, we'll uh, we'll absolutely. make it happen. Um, absolutely, it's been a pleasure. Right. Yeah, Pat, you want to yeah. take us out, my guy? Yes. Uh, so you've been listening to "Where Do All My Friends Go," a podcast about life in the music industry. You've been listening to us chat with Caleb Brown from Aim High, and it's been an absolute pleasure. Like I said, uh, it's it been that fantastic. way that way that way local band forever <laughs> that way big drip let's go oh yeah let's go awesome thank you so much we will be back uh we'll see you next week <laughs> <laughs>